and gentlemen, welcome back to the Six Pack Podcast. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Barrett, and sitting directly across from me, none other than The Miller. How's everybody doing today? All right, now, you guys are in for a treat today. I think this is going to be an exceptionally good episode, better than the first two, which is saying not too much, but saying something. Yes, it is, especially the first episode. Sec- we can only go up. We strive to go up every week here. All right, and... Uh, I guess first off, I should say thank you to all those uh, listeners. Our download's going through the roof. I yeah. think we've got to be clear, 40 now. I haven't looked in a few days, but I mean... I believe so. Dude, that we're killing it, and it's all thanks a little bit to you guys, our fans, mostly to us for actually doing this, but you guys definitely have some sort of a stake in this whole situation. Yes. All right. Uh, well, I guess I did tease the fact this is a very special episode. It is, with uh, St. Patrick's Day around the corner, uh... Basically, a week from now, we're going to do a Irish Stout episode. Holy shit. Did you say an Irish Stout episode? I said an Irish Stout episode. Oh, wow. That's that. That's incredible. I mean, two weeks. People think we only drink pails and stuff like that. Yes. But no, no, no. We're this, going. Yeah, we, we have stouts. We this have is stouts. Different. Yes. Yeah, we're going dark, boy. Yes. A uh, little history about the stout. Uh, we do have a... Uh, foreign uh, foreign stout in the group. Two of them, actually. Two of them. Yeah, uh, this guy right here, too. Don't forget uh, him. Oh, right. And a little history on the foreign stouts at first. Uh, the foreign stouts basically have a higher alcohol level than the normal uh, dry stouts you might find. Uh, the foreign extra stouts normally range from about 5.5% alcohol to 8. They're more more hopped with the uh, IBUs coming in at about 3270. Uh, the color is basically, it's mostly black. Uh, with regular stouts, the dry stouts, you, get, you can go from a dark brown to uh, basically a jet black. Uh, but with the dry stouts, you're looking at about 4 to 5% alcohol, which uh, with the lower IBU between 30 and 45. All right, so. Either way, we're going to get something dark, something that's typically probably not overly bitter. It's going to have a, a little bit of a bite, but nothing that's going to, nothing like some of those double IPAs we've uh, played with in the past. No, a lot of uh, the taste you're going to see is a lot of chocolate, a lot of roasted, a lot of it uh, uses uh, flake barley, uh, roasted barley. Basically, that's what makes up stouts with a little chocolate here and there, all depending on the recipe. Well, <clears throat> everybody, uh, as always, we're here to educate you, and Miller has just done that. You now have a rough idea of exactly what we're going to be drinking, uh, some of the history, some of the notes behind it. Yes. Um, a little more, I'll put a little more detail on the, the blog we have going. Uh, you can find that at the sixpackpodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, there are a couple articles up about on that with dealing with... Uh, Let's see here. What's on there? Well, you did the, the bottle color. Uh, I did the one on a bottle color. I did one on a serving temperature. I have one on uh, just what I made my stout at home. I got a couple pictures of that, which should be ready in a couple weeks. A little late for St. Patrick's Day, but hey, stout's a stout. Exactly, and it's something that I'm definitely looking forward to. And I believe there was one other thing you wrote on WordPress, if I'm not mistaken. Did you take a shot at a brewery that's just come back to Massachusetts? I did. Uh, I also have my thoughts on Yingling, which here in Boston, it's a you know a new thing. They re- 
basically brought the distributors back into Boston, and it's gone through the roof on how popular it is, and it's going to die down at some point. I basically compared the Yingling to a better version of Budweiser, Coors, Miller. Uh, it's To me, it's nothing special. I don't know why it's getting the hype it does, but it's just one of those things I really don't think it's that special. All right, you you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Miller, once again, a, a bold man, not afraid to speak his mind, has officially said Yingling is fermented dog piss. Uh, just for the interest of uh, fairness, we are drinking out of Yingling glasses today, which we got from our lovely bowling alley. But uh, either way, Miller basically shot down yet another beer, which seems to be a growing theme with him. It's, I don't know if he's trying to build a character here or something, but it's... Yeah, I've always wanted a, a job in the beer industry, so I'm going to shoot him down as I go. But well, seems like a fair thing. I do, too. All right, and here is the first beer, and it's going to be the Guinness Foreign Extra. Uh, I think we decided to go with the Foreign Extra because... Everyone probably has had a regular Guinness. I myself have never had the extra. Extra. I've always just drank the Guinness. Yeah. Um, now Guinness. Typically, you really only see the the draft draft cans. Uh, they briefly put out the two fiftieth anniversary edition, which I have to say was the best Guinness I have ever tasted. Uh, I think that should be brought back as like a focus thing, even if it's just a seasonal. It was amazing. They got the Black Lager. They have uh, Red Harvest, which is, it's interesting. I don't think it's knock your socks off, but it's all right. Uh, well, right off the bat, let's see what I'm looking at here. It's It looks like Guinness, except for the fact the bubbles are actually traveling north in my glass. Uh, you know, it's a little different than what you get with a standard Guinness. Yeah, no nitrogen in this one. Yeah, uh, the head is definitely thick on this. I got you know, just about an inch ahead on this one. Uh, keeping in mind, folks, we only pour six to eight ounces of beer each yep. because we're not alcoholics, we're just drunks. And, you know, it's it's dark. I look yeah. through it, I cannot see through and see Miller sitting across from me. I can't see the light coming through the window right behind him. It's it's pretty much jet black. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Guinness. It's a stout. It is. I mean, this, this is amazing. All right, so let's see here. Right off the rip, it's I got a real a sweet smell to it. It's it doesn't smell particularly hoppy. There's nothing rough about it. It's sweet, almost fruity. Not fruity, yeah. but almost got a fruity bouquet to it. Which yep, there's another one of my big words, bouquet. Learned that one. Uh, <clears throat> overall, I think this looks decent. Let's see what it. See what it actually tastes like. Hmm. Definitely getting something on here. It's sweet, sweet notes. It's malty. Not almost a kind of a roasted coffee kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's to me it tastes like a Guinness with, but it's it's a little sweeter than a Guinness. Yeah. Definitely sweeter than uh, your standard one you get at your uh, local pub. It's not bad though. Get the get a slight coffee notion. Yeah, a little bit. It's it's pretty good. Uh, looking at our little uh, 
cheat sheets here because we do research on these things, folks. We're not just fly-by-night kids. What they're trying to tell me is generous hop, brewed with generous hops. Your opinion on that? It might be brewed with generous hops, but as a, as a 7.5, yeah, it's it's well balanced. So you're not gonna pick up uh, the hop character and the hop notion you would if it was a four or five. Hmm. Let's see. The addition of extra hops ensured this stout would arrive in perfect condition. So almost doing what you'd see with uh, with some of the India pails where they'd overhop them for uh, a survivability issue. Uh, really not. I don't think they need to do that nowadays. Obviously, no. we have UPS. Yeah, we also have everything called refrigeration. That's a great invention, folks. Whoever did that, somebody should pay him. Uh, Right off the rip, I guess I'll, something else I wanted to start doing is giving you guys a little more information about the breweries, too, because uh, I think those guys deserve a little bit of credit. Uh, real quick rundown, it's it's Guinness, you know, St. James Gate Brewery. Uh, this is actually the oldest brewery that we'll be sampling from today, and it's really one of the older breweries to mm -hmm. begin with. Uh, established back in 1759 over in Dublin, that's in Ireland, where uh, St. Patrick's Day came from. They invented this. Uh, let's see. Uh, the antioxidants. This thing is full of antioxidants, Miller. Free radicals. Free radicals. Free radicals. Helps eliminate those. They also say it's uh, got characteristics similar to fruit to help lower cholesterol, which I recently found out I suffer from slightly elevated cholesterol. That's that's that's, that's tough. It's, yeah. I have to cut back on bacon. <laughs> it's a sad day when you got to cut back on bacon. Uh, it really is. And uh, one fun fact I, I learned on their website, this was really fun this morning, they recommend doing, with Guinness, doing a double pour. They didn't really go into what that is, but they said the process should take 125.27 seconds. Uh, what I believe the double <laughs> pour is, thank you, i gotta rack my, I got to rack my brain on this one, what the double pour... the wood burning, folks, I wish we had sent on this. The double pour, a lot of the times when you go into a bar, uh, when you ask for a Guinness, you don't, they don't necessarily fill your glass all the way at I first. I noticed that. They uh, let it settle, and basically when it settles, they'll, you know, let the head dissipate, and they'll just pour a little more in. Uh... If you look on a Guinness pint glass, there is a special marking which will show where the liquid line should be, and it mm -hmm. will give you what, and above that should be where the head, and it'll give you the basically the perfect pour, and depending on what bar you go to, I know a lot of Irish bars that are well-trained in pouring Guinness can actually do a shamrock on the top and the foam with the tap. I've always wanted to get one of those. Yeah. Um, one other thing I did notice, I didn't write it down, but there's a special uh, tap that a company over here in the States has that allows you to get, uh, do the perfect pour in four seconds. I thought that was fucking amazing. I don't know why. It's just like, holy shit, four seconds. Four seconds, wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's a garden hose or something like that, but I mean... That, that's going to be a fucking truck. That's, that's impressive from doing the, uh, compared to the 125 seconds. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, Christ, do you know how many more Guinnesses you could pour? Yeah. It's, uh, it's a shitload more. Yeah. But either it's way. 30 more. I'll take your word for it. I'm not going <laughs> to do that, man. But, uh, all right, so right off the rip, uh, trying to bring us back full circle here. 
I think this is a it's a decent tasting beer. It it's, is. Uh, you know, if you only used to the regular Guinness, check this one out. It's got a, a little more punch to it, but it doesn't really feel like it's got that punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, got, God, I got a lot of lacing on the glass. I mean, this head is, I can till, still see exactly where I started. Uh, pretty good. Food. What, what meal does Miller want to eat with this here for an extra Guinness? For food, uh, you know, I've read a lot, and it said a lot of the darker beers, the heavier, well, the, not so much heavier, but, you know, the sweeter beers, I think, well, go well uh, with dessert. And ice cream, I could see this going oh, with the yeah. Guinness. Uh, what I would like to try is, uh, like, the Guinness float. You take a little, uh, you take some Guinness or the foreign extra, put a little vanilla ice cream in it, and I'd go from right there. That. Fucking love me some ice cream, so... I'm always down with a new way to get the wife to let me eat ice cream. <laughs> yeah, so I agree with that. Something like that. Uh, I can see maybe uh, like a shepherd's pie or, hey, look at me being stereotypical here, a corned beef and cabbage yeah. meal, the boiled dinner. I think this, I mean, I guess they invented it, so it must work, right? Yeah. <laughs> so look at me being all bold. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah so uh, overall, I like it. It's good. Uh, price point, I believe this bottle was $250, $275-ish. Uh, comes, I believe this was only sold in a four-pack. Four-pack, yep. And obviously, our place, you can make it a two-pack if you're so inclined, yes. or a 12-pack, which I guess actually works out perfectly. Look at me trying to be great. Again, with numbers. Sound like an asshole. But, yeah, it's uh, value-wise... Uh, I feel like Guinness is a little high priced myself. Uh, I do too for being, you know, for like reg- especially regular Guinness being like, I think it's only about four percent, maybe four two. Uh, it's you know it's 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 high priced, and the thing is it's shipping. I mean, you got to bring it over here from Ireland somehow, so that's yeah. one cost. I mean, we don't have a brewery over here of Guinness. So, yeah, so you're going to be paying, uh, frankly, I think I might go with this, uh, the foreign extra versus your standard, uh, definitely over the red harvest. I haven't done the black lager, but if they start producing that, uh, 250 anniversary edition again, that's the one I say you want to have. And one common myth about, uh, Guinness is the one I hate is, oh, it's uh, Guinness is so filling. It's like oh, a Jesus meal, Christ. which is completely untrue. Because yeah, if, you, if you look on the back of the Guinness, it actually has, I've seen their, uh, nutrition facts and everything like that. It's the per 12 ounce ser- serving. It has less calories than Bud Light. Really? Uh, or it may be just around Bud Light, but it's. It's shouldn't. It's not that filling. It's just darker beers tend to scare people off of being more f- more filling just because everyone thinks they're going to be heavier because it's darker. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a misconception. I mean, Guinness. I I believe that for years until I actually drank one. It's like, oh, what the hell is this? It's it went down. I think it actually went down a little easier than uh, like a bud. Yeah, especially when I, I've had twelve. And it's like, wow. It's like doesn't it fill you up. I'm like, it's Guinness. It's, just a darker version of a light beer to make. Yeah, it's just water weight. That's the only thing you get is a fat gut. All right. So overall, I uh, only because it's the foreign extra and not the standard, 
I'm saying yay to this beer. I'll say yay to it too. Yay! Alright, so, uh, we just both, uh, roundly approved the Guinness Foreign Extra. Moving along, we have the, ooh, what's this? The Cadillac Mountain Stout. That sounds fun. Alright, I guess while he pops this thing and gets that going, I'll, uh, try to lead us on here. Cadillac Mountain Stout, it's a product of Bahaba Brewing Company. Uh, obviously, Bar Harbor, that's Maine. Uh, this brewery is not too old, uh, established back in 1990. Uh, they produce 260 barrels per year of uh, product, so it's fairly small, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm not good with numbers again, but uh, it's not a lot. They bottle condition all their uh, brews, or at least the mainstays. I don't know if they do anything separate for limited edition seasonals, but that's what they're uh, telling me. Let's see. Oh, and it's a 6.7 ABV. And it's available year-round, folks. So maybe you'll buy it. I don't know. Let's, let's actually see what happens. All right. Well, right off the rip again, let's take a look at the color. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a stout. It's black. Yeah. Bam. I have a feeling I'll say that probably four more times today. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the, one, the one difference between this and the uh, extra stout is the smaller head. Yeah, it's definitely uh, much less of a head. It almost, it's definitely got the kind of caramelly color to the head, but it looks more like you just poured a glass of Coke almost. Yeah, like the, the, with the, that kind of head retention. Yeah, and the head dissipated quickly. Oh, wow, this, this one has a real sweet smell to it. Kind of. I almost have a chocolate and licorice-y kind of... You're getting the licorice a little bit. Yeah, it's, that's definitely an interesting smell. I kind of like it. Well, bottoms up some. Hmm. Very, I got a, a lot of chocolate note out of this. Yep. It's got the creamy mouthfeel, too. Yeah, it definitely does. It definitely kind of coats your tongue a little yep. bit. Actually, better than I remember being at home. Yeah, the chocolate, the coffee. Yeah, I'm getting a real heavy chocolate out of this. Yeah. I mean, almost to the point where it's like I'm drinking a Tootsie Roll. Yep. Which I'm definitely kind of in favor of. <laughs> but uh, I think one thing I'm going to notice with a lot of these is I'm going to get a lot better flavor than I did when I was uh, sampling things to try to figure out where we're going with this episode, because I was pulling things, obviously, straight out of the fridge, which, as I know, I know better than that, but yeah, I was still just like, all right, let's go, let's try this with out. The, uh, with these, I want to say off the top of my head, it's around 45 to 50 degrees on what you should be serving at. And, you know, yeah, I've had these sitting out for a little bit now. Yeah, they've come down to probably optimal temperature right about now. Yeah, I'd say they're definitely right in the uh, wheelhouse. But uh, <clears throat> right off the rip, uh, like we said, we're definitely pulling a chocolatey note. I'm getting really no hop uh, bite out of this, which obviously is the idea behind a stout. Um, let's see, the kind of a cool picture of Bar Harbor on the bottle there. Nice little thing. And it's an Irish dry stout. I, it's definitely got a little bit of a dry note to it. 
see Miller checking out the bottom, seeing if there's any uh, debris floating down there. So they bottle conditioned, right? Yes. Yes. You can, if you look down the bottom, you can see that the haze of the yeast. Oh yeah, look at that. Well, at least they're not lying to us. No, you That's can a... definitely see that there. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah bottle condition. All their product. I don't have all that written, but I did write bottle condition right there. Yeah, this is actually really. I'm really enjoying this beer. Mm -hmm. uh, once again, uh, as far as food pairings, this is definitely something I think would be really good with a dessert. Like, a, once again, probably roll out that vanilla ice cream idea. Yeah, the, the, uh, or, you know, the, the Guinness float, but use this uh, Cadillac Mountain. Hell, I'll even go with uh, chocolate ice cream on that. I mean, not chocolate ice cream, uh, chocolate cake. Mm. Chocolate and chocolate. Yeah, no. double down. Why not? You can never have too much chocolate. Flavor's so nice, you'll have it twice. This is... This is definitely a fantastic one. Uh, to me, I, like it, I think of uh, it reminds me a lot of like the left hand milk stout, especially the nitro one. That's, that's where I'm getting the uh, getting a little similarity to that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Uh, it's a sad thing that didn't make our uh, our cut for this episode because that's a fantastic beer. It is a fantastic beer, but you know we can do a whole episode on milk stouts down the road. Oh yeah, that'll be a fun one best thing with those two, or at least with the nitro one, just pour them right upside down. Dude, might have to, so much fun. We might have to do full ones each for that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember showing the wife. I'm like, honey, check this out. Check this out. You're an idiot. <laughs> I yeah. think it's cool. I'm taking yeah. video of it, honey. Yeah, well, now... Can you hold my camera? Yeah. yeah. The left hand... When I saw the left hand uh, doing it, the nitro one, he goes, yeah, make sure they're cold enough. <laughs> yeah, otherwise... Uh, what you expect to happen will happen. Yes, but uh, definitely it's a fun little party trick if you, you know, bring them, keep them on nice, and like, hey guys, check me out. Boom, watch the uh, party host like do it over their real nice couch or something like that. They got like a nice leather couch. Like, hey, look at me, asshole. <laughs> you have fun with that. All right, so it's definitely a smooth beer. <laughs> oh, it's really smooth. It's um, I frankly like this one a lot. I'm. It's so much better tasting right now than it was, you know, two weeks ago when I first was uh, playing with some of yep. these. Um, you know, the, that little bit of a ring of head still sitting on the outside. Obviously, I don't have the, you know, the full head like I had with the. I mean, Chris, yeah, yeah, you can still like, see the lacing in the Guinness glass. Yeah, it's still sitting right there, and look, that's exactly where you poured it to. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, and yes, the glasses are clean. <laughs> yeah, we make sure to do this right, folks. We're not. Once again, we're not rookies, just because it's only our third episode in. We've been drinking beer professionally for, let's see, I was 21, so 12 years. Yes. Yeah, 12 years, because 21 is the drinking age in America. Yes. And I haven't been to Europe or Montreal, so. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> All right, we'll let that one go. <laughs> All right, so overall, uh, definitely a good one. Uh, these guys definitely, they're a big brew tour place, open seven days a week, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., so uh, roll up there with your friends. It's a nice vacation spot. Take your wife, ditch her, go to do a brew tour, and then meet her up for dinner later. She can go shopping. I'm sure there's shopping in Bar Harbor. Yes, uh, guessing so. And it's all breweries that are open seven days a week are phenomenal. It's like a lot of the times, like... Uh, 10 to 7 is just great because a lot of times I'm in a place I'd be like oh, alright let's go visit this brewery and you notice it it closes at 3 and it's 3.15 but you know yeah, it's kind of a kick in the nuts yes and you know it's on a Saturday too I mean I understand nobody wants to work on Saturday but if you work at a brewery you know, come on you're doing you're doing God's work so yes you are like, help the people out we work too 
can't always just take a day off to go beer walking. No. <laughs> We'd love to, but unfortunately, folks, we really can't. Uh, so overall, uh, Miller, your overall, oh, yeah, uh, price point. How dare I forget that? Uh, two and a quarter a bottle. Not crazy. So it's probably going to come out to about 10 bucks, 11 bucks. That's with, you know, buying a six-pack and not yeah, breaking it up. Exactly. Which is reasonable. It's, I think so. Yeah, it's about, what did you say, six, six seven? Uh, yeah, six, seven. Yeah. I mean, you're getting banged for your buck. Definitely. Uh, banged up for your buck. That's, we really need to get a sound drop for that. Yes, we do. I'll see if I can do about that later. But, uh, overall, I like this one a lot. Uh, quite frankly, they shoot, they score. Yep, ring it up. Oh, look at that buzzer. Let's kill these. Oh, delicious. All right. So, so far, folks, two beers down, and we're pleasantly happy with both so yes. far, I think. It's, this is very successful. It is. And uh, I'd like to point out that Miller hasn't slandered a single one of these beers yet. That is, you know, it's doing pretty good. Still a good time. Yeah. Oh, let's see what, ooh. All right. The 6288 Stout. Alright, so this one, folks, uh, Tuckerman Brewing uh, up in Conway, New Hampshire. Uh, once again, as Miller was previously saying, uh, complaining about tour times and all that business, this is a Saturday only, folks, 3 p.m., $5. Gets you a, a tour, a tasting, and a complimentary pint glass. Ooh! Yeah, so you get freebies. That's not bad for, what is it, five bucks? Five bucks. And uh, they're also a uh, green brewery, so they're environmentally nice. Environmentally sound. Yeah, and uh, I didn't have an actual start date for this company, but it's 10 plus years around. Uh, Tuckerman, it's a really gnarly skiing, snowboarding spot up, uh, up in New Hampshire, obviously. Uh, this is a winter brew that they do. It's a winter stout. Ooh, that came through. Sound like you were pissing. Uh, yeah, this, what was it, the 6288? I can't remember. There's, it says on the bottle what the name is all about. It has something to do with a really gnarly storm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yes, uh, 6,288-foot Mount Washington uh, earned a reputation for world's worst weather. Uh, this is kind of cool. 1934, the Mount Washington Observatory registered a wind gust of... Guess what the speed was, Miller? Miles per hour. 6288. God, geez, no, Mel. That's the mountain height. Jesus. <laughs> 231 miles an hour. Wow. That's a that's a hell of a breeze. That'll definitely knock the uh, the head off your beer. Uh, <clears throat> so, that's your fun little history lesson for today, folks, with that. Move that to the side. And uh, it's actually a pretty cool bottle. It's uh, got a picture of the Mount Washington Observatory just caked in ice. Nice stormy background. Pretty simple. Looks nice though. Cool bottle. Uh, let's see. This is a, once again, obviously, stout. Looking at it, it's very stouty. Uh, I'll use the word black again. Yes. I don't think we're getting around that one today. No, I think we're going to say that quite a bit. Uh, but, you know, people, I think, were probably figuring that out. If they paid attention to the intro to this episode, they should be aware. Uh, once again, I might just kind of flatly declare, like, oh, yeah, the next, uh, there's number three, so the next three will also be black when I look at them. Oh, you see people? No. <clears throat> All right. Uh, 
It's a five niner. It's technically an American stout, but you know, for St. Patrick's Day, everybody's Irish. Yes. Yeah. So stout's a stout. <laughs> well, not really, but yippee shillelagh. Here we go. Once again, I'm getting a, a sweet note to it. Uh, not as sweet as the last one. A little fruity, it seems. Yeah, it's yeah, it definitely got a fruit note to it. Just seems really weird. Slight head, you know, nothing, nothing overwhelming. Uh, no, it's to me. It might have been when I poured it. Might have been a quarter of an inch. Yes, could have been a weak pour too. Oh, look at that! You're all pissed off now. And you have beard. You mostly can't say shit. Hmm. It's dry. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not getting like. No, I'm not pulling like that m coffee malt, malt chocolate shot, malt. Yeah. I'm not pulling that note at all out of this. Uh, huh. You get the dry, but it doesn't have too much of. Yeah, like, I, I agree with you. You're not getting the coffee. You're not getting the chocolate. You're just getting sort of a dryness to it. Yeah. It's kind of odd. It's not at all what I would have. Uh, what would have pegged, what I would have uh, expected. Hmm. Let's see, what what does my uh, cheat sheet say? Brewed with five different malted barleys, American and French hops, cold conditioned, dry hopped, bottle conditioned, using the krausening process. From fermentation takes about two weeks, twice the time of our other beers. And conditioning takes three months. That's unique. Like I'm trying to pull something out of this, and I I just can't. Yeah, it's very hollow, I guess. Yeah. Like there's. I was gonna say bland. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a it's a little bit on the bland side, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. I feel like I might be about to say something bad about this. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's drinkable, but it just seems like it doesn't have much of it. Yeah, a, it's there's there's no pop to it. There's, there's no, no real taste to it. I mean, I'm I'm shocked. I'm at a loss for words right now. Yeah, this, this doesn't happen. No, it's um, yeah. Really. I try to tell you what I'd eat with it, but I don't know what I'm actually drinking, which makes it weird. I'm trying to compare it to a beer. I'm like you know, I'm <laughs> trying to compare it to another beer, and I really can't. I mean, <laughs> no, it's that's the thing. It's not bad. It's just, it's just there. It's just yeah, sitting in my glass. Like, okay, find your way to the bottom and go to your next. Yeah, I mean, for food, I could. Uh, I'm just gonna go with ice cream just to be safe because this is, this is wrong. I don't have it. I'm not getting anything out of it. No, I don't know if I, did I get a bad bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, uh, blah, 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 worth the wait. Mellow, offering a very smooth, dark, malty flavor. No, you're no, lying. I'm not getting the malty at all, and which is shocking because Beer Average has got it at an 83, and I don't know what I'm drinking. Yeah, it's, oh, it's just there. Yeah, it's disappointing <clears throat> to me. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go with a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just going to kind of sit here and finish this and <laughs> fight for fill space. It's like, yeah, it's like, huh? <laughs> oh. Yeah, still nothing.
like, all right, I'm going to go with the food, ice cream. Really can't screw that one up, those two. Uh, beer I've had before, I can compare it to. I gotta say, probably. To me, it just it. I I, I hate saying this, but to me, it just, it tastes like, with the taste of like nothing. It's got to be like a Budweiser or Bud Light because you're not. I'm not picking up anything. No, it's it's, it, it's empty. It's hollow. It's and Christ, it was. I think it was like two fifty a bottle too. Really? Yeah. I have a feeling I know what sound effect is coming next. <laughs> yep. Uh, you want to just... Uh, do we just do it? Can yeah, we, we just got to do it. Move on. All right. Sorry, uh, Tuckerman. Uh, you've done some good things. Sadly, today is not your day. Cue it up. Uh, didn't even see that deer crossing the street. Son of a bitch. All right. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, so if you can't tell already, we uh we don't like it. <laughs> no, disapprove. If somebody gives it to you, you're not gonna hate it, but you're definitely not gonna love it. You'll drink it because it was free and somebody handed it to you. Uh, yeah, truth sucks sometimes, guys. I feel bad. I was really kind of. I guess I was looking forward to it. All right, moving on. Ooh, ah, this is gonna be fun. All right. Coming up next, folks, this one's, uh, he hasn't tried this one yet, so he doesn't know what he's about to get himself into with this. This is the Brooklyn Brewery Dry Irish Stout. Excuse me. Uh, it's a 4.7, so it's fairly light. Uh, Brooklyn Brewery, uh, if you know where Brooklyn is, you probably know where the brewery is. Uh, established back in 1988. These guys... Uh, export to 25 states tw in 20 countries, so that's 25 states and 20 countries, and according to them, they may export more than any other craft beer brewer. That's a bold proclamation. I'd love to see some actual numbers on that, but they're putting it out there. Their, their brewery is phenomenal. I was down there a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, that's right. You were just down and, there. And... Uh, it's nice. It's basically it's an old factory, and uh, they've expanded. They've basically pushed as far as they could go with expansion. It seems like they got fermenters everywhere. Uh, I'll actually write a review on the on the blog about it. And I actually have pictures and everything like that. But it's really cool. It's like they had a you know the tasting thing. It was like I think it was. Five drink uh, drink tokens for twenty bucks. And yeah, I think they, I saw that on the site. Yeah, they, this yeah they give you full uh, full pint size ones. That's nice. And uh, I got a one of their cask cascales that was only basically served there, and it was I think it was vintage vintage two thousand and eleven. So it's been around. It's been sitting okay, around. Time to mellow. Been sitting around for a little while, and that one that one was really good. Uh, a couple of their other ones I had. Uh, just because I can try them, and I mean, I've seen, walked into, uh, you know, the liquor, the liquor store and bought a couple of those. You have Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Local 1 and 2, uh, and it was just, it was a nice place, and uh, I believe that they are the world's biggest bottle conditioning brewery oh. in the country. Wow, these guys are bold with some of their declarations. Holy hell. No shortage of confidence with these guys, folks. I'd be careful. I mean, that Brooklyn attitude. Hell. All right, so 
Yeah, I'm not even gonna tell you guys what color this looks like. If you guys don't know by now, you're stupid. I shouldn't say that to the listeners. They're no. not so nice to us. <laughs> I apologize. I'm I'm just bitter. It was a long day at work, and Miller broke all of our snow blowers today. I'm just sour. Call out the hat trick. This is where we got uh, Sean and John's. Mm-hmm. Get to break that one too. I'm almost pulling. I'm not getting much of a smell off of this one. No, it doesn't don't. have a big uh, bouquet aroma kind nope. of thing going on. No, not a ton of head. Uh, no, a little, little bit lighter, but still kind of that caramelly kind of color with the head. Have you tasted it yet? Getting there. This one is dry. Yes. This is a very, very dry stout. Not a bad thing. No. But I'm just saying. It's. I was. Get a little. I get the little toffee flavor, coffee. Yeah, it's definitely got a. Darker, the darker taste. Yeah. It's like I'm pulling toffee out of it. I can see that. Yeah, I definitely have a. It's definitely a toffee note to it. Uh, it's drier than. Uh, what was the other real dry one that we played with? Was that the Cadillac? That was the Cadillac, yes. Yeah, it's. I think this is really good. Uh, once again, this is one of the ones I was playing with when I was uh, running through stouts trying to figure out what we were going to uh, talk about, getting some advice from a sales, salesman friend of ours. Uh, I started off with some of the other ones before doing this one in a, kind of a consecutive series, like, alright, let's do this bottle, this bottle, and I'll do this one. This thing definitely shocked me when it's like, whoa, this is a whole different mouthfeel than the previous two. Yeah. And you know, obviously it's different than the previous three that we've just had. This is a very, very dry stout. Uh, I think it's really cool. It's, you know, obviously it's definitely in the Irish tradition. It's an Irish dry or dry Irish stout, Irish dry stout, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's, I think it's a pretty decent little beer. Yes, I like it. It's definitely on the light side, <clears throat> which isn't a bad thing. I mean, it's I, I don't want to say I like light beer, but I'm not opposed to something if I have to stick around for a little while. <laughs> I feel like I'm stretching again. Yeah, I mean, compare. I can't compare it to a beer, but I can compare it to like you get the dryness like in a lot of like to dry champagnes, and that's what I yeah, get. Yeah, like a brood or a not really cuvee. Oh, yeah, I mean, probably not pronouncing that right. Some sommelier is gonna whoop my ass later, but. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely kind of that champagne-y kind yeah, of the dryness, dryness to, to it. it. Yeah. Uh, it's, frankly, I actually really like this. Yes. I think it's, it's, it's different. different. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a good, unique thing that's kind of, once again, th- this probably isn't something you want to, as something we've talked about in the past, breaking in, you know, your Chris Reisendorf's too. Yes. You, do, you don't give them this and say, here you go, buddy, try this, get away from your Bud heavies. Uh, do I want more? Yay! Is it a bigger bottle? Or you just oh, we both had small glasses this time. Yes, we did. Yeah, so frankly, I I do like this one. I think it's I think it's a pretty it's an it's a nice thing. It's simple. It's not a lot of complexity to it. Nope. I do I like toffee a lot. Yep. that's a personal thing there, but. I like this. Um, 
food-wise, if I was pairing it, I'd probably... I'd almost go... I'd be willing to do barbecue, but it would have to be like that kind of the sweeter, the more like molasses-based barbecues, not like the real heavy, uh, like jalapeno-y, peppery yep. stuff. Uh, I'm going to stick on my dessert train, and for some reason, <laughs> for, for some reason uh, just because you think of strawberry, uh, like strawberries and champagne, I go strawberry shortcake in this. Yeah, I, 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 I think I that would... I'd to play with that. I think that would, you know, work pretty well. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. Um, price point, I can't, I can't remember what I paid on this bottle. It was definitely, it was two to two fifty ish. I want to say. I want to say it's probably about two fifty. I think it's, I think it's something like, for a six pack that I've seen, I think it's somewhere like twelve to thirteen. So it might actually be higher than two fifty oh. a bottle, <clears throat> but uh, yeah. it is good, and I, I believe it's worth it. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I'd give it a thumbs up. Uh, I don't think I'd want to necessarily overpay for it, but it's, I think it's a really good, it's different, it's a little outside the realm of uh, the usual things you'd probably uh, expect, especially out of a stout. Yeah. Uh, stouts, you do expect to have a creamier, thicker mouthfeel yes, to them. I mean, this is ex ex extremely dry. And yeah, it's definitely dry, almost a little, not, I don't want it kind of sounds like I'm trying to put it down here, but like a thin taste to it. Yes. It doesn't. It doesn't hang around on your mouth so much. You get like the, you know, it's dry. It goes down. You get that quick little burst of the toffee note. Yep. And then it's like, all right, palate's clear. Let's, you know, what what's your next flavor? You're gonna kind of hit me with. But yeah, I mean, I'd I'd ring it up. I'd definitely like this beer, and it's something I drink again. Ringing it up. Ringing it up. Ringing it up. Look that cash cash register. It's the good one again. Because they got rid of the bad one, because that one sucked. Yeah, we've actually, we found a beer we like, especially after uh, talking so badly about our friends at uh, Tickerman. Tuckerman. Tuckerman. Yeah, whatever, you don't care about their name. You don't <laughs> even like them. But I do want to point out that according to uh, Beer Advocate, that Tuckerman outscored, uh, outscored this by a point. Uh, clearly somebody's a little ridiculous. Compl uh, somebody's drinking at the job. Yeah. However, I... I do also need to point out that uh, my favorite one so far, Beer Advocate score, 94. 94, all 94. right. And the Bar Harbor one. Yeah, that's that was a good one. Uh, I'm not even going to peek ahead. But uh, <clears throat> overall, definitely a good one. Uh, Brooklyn Brewery, uh, the dry Irish stout. It's nice, simple, green, and it's a very Irish label, green, orange, white. Um, Definitely, if you want to bring something a little different to, you know, the St. Patrick's Day party that I'm sure everybody's going to be going to uh, in a, well, probably be a little less than a week from once this actually uh, posts to iTunes. Oh, yeah, by the but, way, I'm taking Monday off. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> St. Patrick's Day, I don't Day, really want to see you here on Monday. <laughs> Maybe I'll take that off, too. I've got plenty of time still. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You can come, you can come to Doyle's with us on... Uh, uh, they do their big uh, St. Patrick thing, uh, Doyle's and JP, which was a uh, quick note. It was uh, Sam Adams, basically the first bar, one of the first bars they were in, because it is right down the street from uh, the Sam Adams, I'd say brewery, but it technically is their pilot brewery, where yeah. they have their barrel rum and everything like that. Yeah, they, they run trolleys yes, into the brewery. It's one of the signs I see all the time, Yes, so. whenever I go up over there. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah... Uh, 
Doyle's, uh, look for the Miller there, everybody. You can actually meet him. He'll sign autographs, take pictures. You can't miss him. He's the giant freaking problem. Six five. <laughs> can't miss me. Look for the overgrown leprechaun, folks. It'll be very, very tragic. He's ass crack up to his shoulder blades. Can't miss him. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> All right. Moving along now. I, I just yelled. Yep. All right. Moving along, folks. Here we go. Back on track. Let me slam this. All right, cool, and we're back on track. Next up, old number 38 Stout. It's got a nice picture of a choo-choo train on the label. Everybody likes trains, folks. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's how we moved across this country. It's how beer got you in between that period of, uh, you know, the Clydesdale horses from Budweiser and UPS. I assume UPS delivers beers. Uh, yes, they can because it's a. Uh, it's a. I've learned this for uh, mailing beer through the mail. It's if you do it privately through a private company, UPS, FedEx, that's fine. If you, the United States Postal Service says no to it. Oh, that's weird. I, I like the Postal Service a lot more. My grandfather was a postman. Support the uh, United States Postal Service. They're a better grade of people. Email. Uh, that's what I say about that. Uh, okay, so the old number 38 Stout, it's North Coast Brewing Company. Uh, that's a West Coast company out in uh, Fort Bragg, California. They were started back in, once again, 1988. They actually started as... Whoa, look at the head on that. Oh, that came out of nowhere. They started as a brew pub. And then, you know, popularity, whatever, greed, who knows, who cares, we're capitalists. Uh, they became, hey, lo and behold, a brewery. Yes. Uh, which, pretty cool. Uh, Touring-wise, uh, they tour on, uh, tours are on weekends, uh, one per day at 1.30, uh, limited to 20 people, so, you know, call ahead and uh, they, they will take reservations and hold a spot for you. Or, you know, just call ahead and make sure they don't already have it filled up, that way you don't sit there looking like a moron. And... I can't remember why I wrote this down, but they had a really nice website. Oh, uh, just to give you a, uh, according to the bottle, the old number 38 Stout was named for a retired steam engine on the California Western Railroad Redwood Route. Old number 38 Stout is a smooth, firm body stout with a toast, toasty character and coffee notes of dark malt and roasted barley. That's what it says on the label. So huh. we'll, see, uh, we'll see if they hold true to that. Yeah, well, right off the rip, I noticed that head went down pretty quick. Yeah, we got a big head, and it dissipated quickly. Wow, real chocolatey. Yeah, I'm getting the little sweet note, too. Yeah, it's uh, obviously we're just on the uh, the smell phase right now, the bouquets. Uh, I'm getting a real powerful chocolate uh, blast yep. off of this. You okay there? Oh, I'm good. Phones. All right, making sure. Make sure you can still hear us. Not really tasting that chocolate note as much, though. No, it's not overly chocolatey. <clears throat> huh. By the way, uh, I'm going to do a quick Twitter contest right now. If anybody can guess what the color of this one is, I will retweet you. <laughs> Here's a hit, folks. Listen to the first few. See, I'm getting. Hmm. 
I'm getting a lot of coffee in that, you know, actually I'll go with what it says on the label of, you know, you're getting the toasted character and coffee notes. Uh, not pulling much, I don't know, I don't feel like I'm pulling a ton of toffee. I, I, I I'm getting to more play coffee. With coffee, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's weird that, I mean, I smell it, it's chocolate, I taste it, it's coffee, which I guess they're a, kind of a cousin family when you get down to it. Yeah, close enough. Overall, though, once again, this slightly dry on my yes. on the uh, on the old palate there. Pretty good though, caramelly uh, head color. Once again, that's probably another thing I'm, I probably said on every single one of these. If I go back yes. and listen to it, look at me being bold again. It's not too bad though. No, it's decent. Uh, yeah, it's not overwhelming. I'm not gonna. I'm not out there saying, wow, this is something I'm going to buy again, but this is definitely something that, uh, it's, it's nice, but. Right. Now, if I told you it was only two twenty-five for that bottle, does that change your opinion? No. All right. I tried. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think once again, we have Miller saying shit about beer. Not bad about the go. I'm just saying it's, it's okay. I got my finger right over the button, dude. Just say no, the word. I'll, I'll play the car crash for you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a C. It's average at best. Oh, so it's, uh, yeah. The college sees get two degrees. Is that what the uh, the cutoff is? Nah, depending on where you go. All right. I'm assuming you went to a state school. Nothing wrong with state school. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we got a little bit more to go on this one, because once again, we're both uh, pulling out. out of the shorties. Yeah. Head definitely comes up real quick. The head right, yep. Head rises real quick. Even uh, after large bubbles. Bubbles are fairly large on it. It's, it's a big head, but it doesn't have a real thick look to it. No. It definitely dies back pretty quick. Yes, I know. Look at this thing just break down. Food pairing. Uh, what do you got? Hmm. Uh, let's see. I'll give it one more quick sip. Make sure I'm... <sighs> I feel like this... Once again, I'd probably go with kind of... Kind of that sweet barbecue just to try to kind of offset the dryness a little bit. Kind of get a, a balancey kind of deal. I'm, let, me, let me guess with you. Are you having, are you having an ice cream with this? No, I'm not actually. What oh, I can think son of, of a bitch. with getting the uh, coffee though, it's like you know, you're at a dinner party, someone serves you coffee, and you have a, uh, you get a little couple chocolate uh, chocolate chip cookies. All right, all right. All right. That's, that's a kind of a fun one. Go with. Little, are you gonna dunk them in your beer? You know what? I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> you are a freak, sir. Ooh. So, I taste of that one. Overall, what do you think? Overall. Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of a middle of the road. It's, it's dry, which I find dry stouts to be kind of, a, it's an interest, it's different than what you'd expect, but I mean, it's not bad. Uh, 5.6 ABV, so it's, you know, still fairly tame, fairly mild. Um, it's got a great smell to it. The flavor is, it's a little lacking there, I, I'm not... It's not blowing me away. It's not wowing me. Uh, yeah. 
If I can find it for the right price, yeah, but it's not something I'm going to... It's probably not winning many uh, six-pack battles with me. I'm not... No, it's, to me, I, I'd probably bypass it. I mean, it, I'd probably... If I was in the market for a stout, at a, you know, a store that carried a lot of beers, maybe the label could get me, but after that, I mean, it's not... Yeah, after, the label does have the wow factor to it, well, to a degree. Uh, yes, other than that, it's average at best to me, and I don't see myself repurchasing this, uh, buying this in the future. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, I really don't have a good sound draft for that one, so I'm just going to say meh. <laughs> meh. Meh. Not horrible, not great. Uh, Beer Advocate tells me it's an 86, which is very good. Uh, yeah, if you guys say so. I don't necessarily buy it. You know, out of 976 ratings and you know, everyone else gives it a 90, that's, I mean... Some pe- people like it, I guess. Yep. I mean, it's... Don't argue with the masses. Oh, compared to, wow, I took a lot of notes for the next one. Holy hell. That went nuts. Ooh. God damn, these things are making me a little, uh, a little gassy. Must be the, the super heavy nature of a stout. Oh, yes. Yeah, the super heavy. It's like drinking a loaf of bread in every glass. And by the way, it's <laughs> like what we're talking about a lot of these stouts, for some reason, a lot of them are starting to come over. Uh, a couple of them have uh, been over the 4 to 5%, uh, especially a lot of the stouts. Uh, the st- guidelines I went through were the uh, 2008 uh, brewer, like brewing style, uh, style guidelines a lot. I research, do a lot of that for home brewing, and if you ever have to enter a competition, those are the guidelines you have to follow by set up by the American Home Brewers Association. And all of that. Bunch so, of pussles, those guys. I mean, you try to keep it between four and five, and a lot of them seem to be over that. So, you know, <clears throat> to win awards, to win some awards, I mean, yeah, you, you got, you got to follow, you got to some rules. Follow in the, follow in the categories. Unless you're Manny Ramirez, then you can just do anything you want. He had uh, pregnancy hormones. Still one of the greatest, greatest hitters I ever danced oh, off. God damn. That was a beast. All right. So, as we round the home stretch, sir, once again, we opened up with a product from Ireland. God damn it, it's a St. Patrick's Day episode, folks. We are going to end with a product from Ireland, the home of St. Patrick's Day, the man who single-handedly rid Ireland of snakes. Did you know that that's what uh, St. Patrick's famous for? I've heard it, for, uh, heard it before, forgot it, so no, yeah, thank he, you. He beat him to death with uh, a bagpipe and a shillelagh. Oh, okay. Uh, only half of that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really good at this, folks. I'm a, I'm a damn historian. Uh, I took, it was the bagpipe, right? <laughs> yeah, qu- quite likely. I mean, Lord knows I'm not well-read. And see, this, one, this one's keeping up with the Irish Steve at 4.3%. Yeah. Uh, once again, it's right there uh, in the traditional style, according to what uh, my boy Miller read. And uh, uh, still holding this one here. Let me uh, stupid 38. All right, you're gone. And finally, folks. Bam. There it is. O'Hara's. Irish Stout. It's got the O with the apostrophe thing, which lets you know, yes, son, I'm from Ireland. What are you going to do about it? Be with my shillelagh and my bagpipe, because that's what we do here. Uh, Available year-round. It's a product from the Carlo Brewing 
Company. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. Uh, oh, wow. Once again, nice head. Uh, oh, my God, look at the color of that. It's exactly what you'd think it would be. All right, so right off the rip, these guys are... Uh, I'm, pro I'm absolutely going to butcher this. Bag Baganel's Town in County Carlo, Ireland. You want to take a quick run at that big word right there? Baganel's Town. Baganel, yeah, Baganel's. Baganel's? Baganel's. Baganel's. Yeah, Jess, uh, my wife, she's got family that's actually still over in Ireland. Uh, they have a nice farm. Uh, I've never met them, but I've you know seen Facebooks from them. Yep. Seem like great folks. Uh, one of her cousins stayed with them for a little while when he went over there. Uh, Rave reviews, big soccer folk, or football. Uh, I'd, I'd love to get over there myself first. I'd like to. Um, yeah, so right off the rip, I went on their website this morning. You know, a lot of the beer websites, obviously, they want you to be 21 before Just. you log in, which all they do is ask you to guess what year you have to bend to be 21, which you got like 100 to choose from. <laughs> you can literally pick 1901. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, nobody from 1901 knows what the damned internet is. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm, I'm floating that out there, folks. You don't know what the hell the internet is if you were born in 1901. And if, if you have a Twitter account, prove me wrong. Um, but the question asked me, have you reached the legal age for the consumption of beer in the country in which you are logged on? That's all it asked me. Didn't have to answer just like, is this a true statement? Okay. Because I couldn't tell you, <laughs> I couldn't tell you what the uh, drinking age over in Ireland is. Uh, I wanted uh, for me. Uh, I, I say it's probably about eighteen, but I know there are countries over in that part of the world where literally, if you can see, see over the bar, the bar, that's what I was going to go with. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I trust that they're at least. I mean, they seem like a reasonable people. The Irish, uh, being married into a very large Irish family, very traditional Irish family. You too. Yeah. Try being the guy that. Uh, Shows up for Christmas the first time they're all meeting you with blue hair yep. and a goatee down to your boobs. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was a hit. Uh, yeah, but these guys, it's an independent, family-owned brewery, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, established in '96, uh, they do tours on Thursday at 4 p.m. Thirsty Thursday, they know what's going on over there. Uh, I forgot to check this. I was going to do the conversion rate, but it's. Uh, Ten and a half euros. I don't know if you use the fifty cents with euros. Like, I think ten it's a, euros fifty cent. Like, I don't. Know I think that. I think it's gonna come out to. What do I want to say? Ten euros. I, I want to say sixteen, seventeen American dollars. Do you actually know the euro conversion rate? I want to say it's around one sixty, one sixty-seven, something like that. Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, but if you have a group of ten or more, they cut the rate by three euros. So go with a bunch of friends. Um, and when I was looking at this, they had a whole bunch of really fun facts. Uh, let me just fire these off real quick before we get into this last drink. Uh, there are over 20, currently there are over 20 microbreweries in Ireland, with more than half of them having opened within the last five years. So the craft industry over there is really exploding too, which is kind of cool. Yep. Um, Seamus O'Hara, who I'm only going to assume is part of the... O'Hara family. He's the founder uh, back in 2011 of the Irish Craft Beer and Cider Fest, 
which has uh, regularly 22 breweries in over 150 different styles of beer and or cider. Kind of cool. And they have uh, the O'Hara's company make a beer called the Amber Adventure. The writing is Indiana Jones style. Ooh. I just thought that was kind of cool. That's me nerding out right there. So that's really about all I got to say about that. Let's uh, see what we're working. Let's solve with. this. Chocolate. You're definitely picking up the oh, chocolate. Oh yeah. Yep. Right off the. Yeah, rampage. that's very chocolatey smelling, and I actually haven't uh, experienced this one yet. So this was a leftover from my uh, trial package. A lot of coffee flavor. Yeah. Once again, dry, kind of kind of a thin mouth feel. Yep. A lot more dry ones than I thought I was going to end up with. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, hmm. Not a ton of bubbles to it. I do have a couple streams of uh, carbonation coming up on it. Not a ton, but no. I mean, you got, look at this one right there. Not that you can see that from here. But, uh... I think I like it. Get the, I get the coffee little. Yeah, it's it's definitely co uh, coffee centric as yep. far as the uh, the malt flavoring I'm pulling out of this. Uh, Slight uh, chocolate the taste. There it is. Yeah, yeah, the bottle doesn't really tell me anything. Well, uh, could impair my ability to drive a car. That's good to know. Should remember that for later. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Champion trophy and gold medal draft winner. Yeah, that's nice. Full-bodied, luxurious, smooth. Hmm, much like me. Uh, I really like the bottle, too. Like the all the fancy uh, yes. not work stuff going on inside. Overall, all right. Let's see. It's very simple. It's yes. not complex. It's, I mean, the the scent versus the flavor. Once again, they kind of flip on you a little bit, where you uh, get more of one than the other, and then it goes in the other direction uh, once you taste it. But it's definitely an easy drink. It's not aggressive, not rough. Uh, it's pretty mild. I think this is something that if you went to, I don't know how many true Irish pubs necessarily, actually, actually I was just at a gastro pub the other night. They had O'Hara's on the menu. I remember seeing it now, actually. I don't know why I didn't try it then, but yeah, so I guess some people are starting to get wise to this, having now seen it at exactly two locations ever. <laughs> uh... I think it's decent. I think it is too. What would you compare this to? I really can't rip one down off the top of my head. I'd I'm gonna be an asshole right now. I'd say it's old thirty eight, but good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, if that isn't a backhanded compliment, I don't know what is. Uh, yeah, this is definitely better than the thirty eight. Sorry, thirty eight. Uh, sorry, North Coast Brewery. I kind of like this one. Um, it's very light, very easy. This is definitely something that you could kind of session with at you know St. Patrick's Day parties. Uh, 
So please make sure you guys download this as quick as you can so you actually get the full effect. Yep. Um, price point, this one, I, be I believe this one once again was another four pack. I believe it's a little bit on the pricey side. I want to say it was 275 per, and then it was still right around like $11 for the four pack. So they really, yeah. the number doesn't change too much as far as, uh, you know, your price point. Yeah. But once again, this is Irish. I don't believe they have like the American counterpart, no. you know, sub brew base that they lease a tank out of. Uh, food? Huh, food pairing. Um, you know what? Once again, bold declaration. You're going barbecue, aren't you? Nope, I'm going boiled dinner. Alright. You know, they get the nice traditional corned beef, the cabbage, some uh, potatoes. I don't know why this one triggers it different than uh, like the 38 did, but something about this one, I don't know if it's just, I'm got it in my head like, hey, this one's actually from Ireland. Well, I'll bet this would actually kind of pair really nice with it. You know, get a you know, make sure you cook it with a little bit of mustard in the in the pot when you're boiling it down. I hope this would be pretty good. For me, I'm gonna throw some ice cream at it, make my oh, ice cream float. It, you, know, you know how everything comes uh, full circle? You're well, stopping like JP Licks on your way home, aren't you today? Uh probably. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh yeah, overall it's I think this is a is it's a nice beer. It's yep. uh once again it's not something that's gonna blow you away. Um if I had to sit around and declare a winner today, yeah, like that, we're gonna get it. How would you rank these? How how would I rank these? Number one, I think we'd have to go with the Cadillac. Oh, the Cadillac. Cadillac. Hands down, the Cadillac was it, that one. I wish I had another bottle of it. That was fantastic. So that's number one. Uh, we're gonna do this and make it easier. Uh, number six, the last one, we're gonna throw the Tuckermans. Yeah. At the bottom. Sorry, guys. You guys, uh, you know, you guys just, you, you tried hard, but I mean, those 200 mile an hour wins really did you in. Fall, I think the fifth one will be the old number 38. I'm not going to disagree with that one. That's definitely on the uh, tail end. Now, what would you rank as number two? We, uh, we have the Brooklyn Dry Irish Stout right now, the O'Hara's, or the Guinness. Number two. Dun, dun, dun. I'm putting Brooklyn number two. I go with Brooklyn number two. Uh, now for number three, I think it's got to be the Guinness, right? I mean... Uh, the Guinness was definitely good. It's definitely good. Or do you have... The O'Hara's, both uh, the, both of the Irish one uh, from Ireland. Mm. Boys fighting for the middle position. You know what? I don't want to say it, but I think I I think I'm gonna go with the Guinness as my three. Mm -hmm. I agree, which would make O'Hara's number four, but it's very close. We'll uh, we'll give them tied for bronze. Yeah, it's. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'll do that. Too close to call. Too close to call. Very different, different notes, different characteristics. Yes. I'll I'll draw the Irishman. Yes. 
so, uh, so number one and a runaway would be the Cadillac. Oh, hands down. Not yeah. e- it's not even close. Followed I mean, by those got the Cadillac Mountain was. I mean, just boom, 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 mind blown. Followed by the Brooklyn Dryer Stout. Just based on its uniqueness. Yes. Tied for third would be the O'Hara's and Guinness, both Ireland Irish beers. So yeah, they they got to get a wrap in here. I mean, you know. Then the falling way back in the fourth and fifth is the old number thirty-eight, and the Tuckermans. Sorry guys, you just didn't make the cut. No, nah, you guys. You know, thanks for showing up. Thanks for competing, but uh, I don't. I really don't know what you guys were doing. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that concludes episode number three. Episode number three in the books. Uh, obviously, once again, uh, big thank you to my boy, the, at the Miller, uh, 421, 421. I should know that by now. I've retweeted him about half a hundred times. Uh, make sure you guys definitely check out his, uh, blog posts, the six pack podcast. That's the number six, not the word six dot wordpress.com. Uh, the kid actually knows how to write words. It's amazing. Uh, thank you to all six of our breweries. Not so much, uh, you know, North Coast and Tuckerman's. Maybe next time. I'm sure you guys will get another run in here at some point. Uh, thank you to our listeners and slash readers. Yes. Slash readers. Uh, you guys are the reason we're doing this. And uh, you guys' support of us is making me do more and drink more. Yes. Uh, thank you for that. Give me an excuse. And... Uh, that being said, I guess, do, do we have the house band play us out? Yes, we do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, playing us out on our special St. Patrick's Day Stout episode. Ladies and gentlemen, three-day threshold. So here I call a toast and raise my glass of